This is the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with world building warrior Angeline Trevina and planning and productivity powerhouse Holly Line. Every week we bring you discussions on the craft of writing, author life and business, and interviews with some of the industry's most unstoppable authors. A writer's life doesn't have to be solitary. We're here to bust that myth, support you on your journey, and encourage you to be unstoppable. Welcome to episode 103 of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. Today we're looking back over the last six months to see which of our goals we achieved and we'll be laying out our goals for the next six months. But first, remember that big exciting change we teased in the last episode? Well, we are delighted to welcome a third host to the podcast. From now on, you can expect some combination of myself, Angeline, and our shiny new host, Julia Scott. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Yay, I'm here. So exciting. Um, I guess I'll start by introducing myself. Yes. Um, as Holly said, my name is Julia Scott. I'm the author of the Mirror Souls trilogy, which is a young adult science fantasy series with soulmate vibes. Um, I published my first book in 2019, so I've not been on the scene very long, but I decided to throw myself right into it and learn as much as I could. Of course, I'm still learning. Um, I always will be. We all always will be learning. <laughs> on the side, I also run a business as a book formatter under the name Even Star Books, and my aim is to help other self-published authors learn how to beautify their books and prettify their pages. But yeah, I'm um, I'm honoured and thankful to be here alongside Holly and Angelina. I've always looked up to you both and you've helped me so much um, on my journey so far. And I hope that I can bring something unique and beneficial to the podcast and to all your listeners. Yeah. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> and, and we're very glad to have you as a as a buffer. Yes. Between us. Because we're getting a bit bored of each other. I now, do feel like, yeah, I do feel like I'm I'm gonna get the brunt of the insults because you two are fed up with doing that to each other. But I'm okay with it. I, I am. I, I must say, I'll never get fed up of insulting Holly. It's fine. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Um it, it's it's gonna trickle downwards. I'm gonna get picked on by Angeline and then pass it on to you, Julia. That's just oh, the way yeah, it's gonna okay. go. That's fine. Well, when we add a fourth, I'll um I'll be next up in the line. Exactly. (laughs) So let's kick off with our question of the week. So last week we asked you what's changed in the publishing industry since you published your first book, and we got some lovely answers over on Instagram. So Cynthia says that she started self-publishing before it was cool. (laughs) I like that I remember those days and the whole digital publishing thing has just changed the game which is absolutely right it has totally changed publishing um Melinda says the rise in popularity of audiobooks and yeah that that's a huge change that Mm. is still ongoing now I think really isn't it yeah yeah mid boom Um, I think yes definitely um, as well as the pressure to be good at social media marketing, which has, has definitely increased mm. as well. 
And uh, Meg mentions all the things. She has a long list of all the things that she has seen. Interestingly enough, that she has seen the rise and fall in popularity of. And I think it's a really important point to remember that, that there's always that sort of waxing and waning of things just because something's booming at the moment doesn't mean it always will be. Mm. Very true. This week, we want to know what has been your biggest achievement this year so far? Indeed. So no new patrons this week, but a huge thank you to all of our current patrons. Your support means the world to us. Patrons get early access to episodes, exclusive behind-the-scenes access to our now three-way off-air banter, as well as the warm, fuzzy feeling of supporting the podcast. We have new merch coming soon, and patrons will be the first to get to see that. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so for just £3 a month at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. You can also follow us for free and see our public updates there. Patreon automatically emails posts to followers so you will never miss a thing. And it would be really great if you could take a moment to share this episode on social media, grab a screenshot, share it directly from your podcast platform or even take a selfie with it. Just remember to tag us so that we can share it too. It really does mean so much to hear from our listeners and to know that you enjoy the show. So we're going to get stuck into our main topic. And Junior, we are reeling you straight in and actually tossing you in at the deep end. Okay with so, that. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the year so far. We're at the lovely squishy midpoint of the year. Uh, so I definitely time- have a squishy just- midpoint. <laughs> <laughs> but can you believe we're halfway through the year? I genuinely, I cannot. Like to me, I, I, wrote, I wrote down the date today for something on a form. I wrote 2020 because I'm still stuck in 2020. <laughs> we will always be it feels stuck like in that, 2020 forever. Groundhog year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So... Yeah, so we're going to have a little look back and then look forward. So um, I'm going to throw this out to you guys as a question. What has been the highlight of the year so far? I know Julia's. It's now. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that. That's why I have written down. You can't steal my answer. How dare you? I, I, I was trying to be funny, but now I've no, just no, like that's genuinely trumped you. The highlight of my year so far is getting a message from Holly and Angeline saying... We would love you to join us as co-host on Unsubscribe. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'll um, I'll think about it, is what I said. <laughs> nice and um quite, you know, nice and calm. Yeah, oh, no, I, you were very think cool about it. it. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that, that is my highlight. But yeah, clearly I, not much else exciting has happened to me this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so so glad we asked you because we we were talking about it for a little while and we were like, Julia is so like she's so lovely and so wonderful and it'd be great to have her but she's she'll say no because she's so busy and then you said yes and we were like "Eh." clearly clearly not as busy as you think I am but I'm glad (laughs) I give off that impression that I'm busy and productive and stuff but I'm really not (laughs) uh all the secrets are coming out um so highlight of the year for me so far I'm really sorry but my highlight of the year I can't actually talk about oh, for <laughs> sake. I'm so sorry um so I will give my second highlight of the year and Holly you'll be so proud of me at the beginning of the year and obviously like nobody can see this but Holly can because we're on video um I did 
a bullet journal spread of my goals for the year broken down into each quarter. And I must admit, I only kept up with it for three months, but there was intent there. So I think I think yeah. Holly will be pleased with that. But anyway, that wasn't my proudest moment actually creating that. Um, <laughs> my, my proudest moment is there is one thing on that list of goals that I have actually managed to exceed, which is my income goals for the first two quarters. And when I set them, they felt very lofty. And not only have I hit them, but I've actually exceeded them. That's fantastic. Let us have a round of applause. Well done. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Holly? What's your highlight of the year so far? Um, I think it's probably our 100th episode. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the 100th episode, guys, firstly, you're very naughty because you should have secondly <laughs> go and listen to it now it's so good but that must but yeah, have felt right. so good that must have been yeah yeah a great feeling I can imagine. such a fantastic milestone and like we said when we were recording it so few podcasts make it that far it's yeah you know yeah they do so here we are yeah <laughs> and we're like into a new era now so yeah yeah very cool yeah and it oh yeah it was great our 100th episode and it was so amazing how many people chose to come back to record a, the 100th episode with us who you know want to support us which yeah. is awesome and it was it was basically everyone that we asked there was one person that we asked who couldn't do it and they genuinely regretted that they couldn't you know everyone else was so quick to say yeah of course and mm. that, that just yeah that filled me with joy. That was amazing. And I got to speak to Steve McHugh again. So that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've talked about our highlights of the year. So let's flip that around now and talk about our biggest challenges of the year so far. I definitely know what mine is. What's yours, Julia? Um, my biggest challenge, as always, is balance. Um, balance between do, uh, writing my books and dealing with my formatting business but also balance between business and life and like mm. the kids being off school because their school bubble has burst I hate that phrase but you know <laughs> they've had to come come home and, and isolate for 10 days and whatever and just trying to juggle everything um it's just been an interesting year and a half <laughs> <laughs> It definitely has. <laughs> yeah, in the sense of the Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. <clears throat> How about you, Holly? Um, for me, it's been the recovery from burnout. Well, the burnout itself um, is obviously like the, the biggest challenge. And then the recovery and just how slowly I'm having to take things. And every time I think like, I'm just I'm getting going getting into my stride this is great I can take on a bit more oh no I can't no I can't whoops shouldn't have done that um it's really hard because you know I'm not making the progress that I want to make I've had to set aside some of my goals and just oh that, that hurts me <laughs> it's I can imagine it's a learning opportunity as well though in kind of figuring out what you can handle almost do you know what I mean yeah yeah, definitely. And I, I don't recommend burnout. 
Um, no. <laughs> but, you know, it's I've, I'm sort of, I'm coming to a point where I can appreciate my experience and hopefully help other people to avoid it, that I can share some of the lessons and yeah so that's like a silver lining something good to come out of it so yep yeah how yeah. about you Angeline um I don't think it will come as any surprise to anyone who's listened to my personal updates for the past 18,000 years uh, my biggest challenge so far has been my cloud span series Silkwash and the sequel Stead Yard and I is oh those books have it, it's hurt <laughs> it's actually hurt to get those books out of me and, how do you feel about them now um i mean they're not quite fully out there yet are they the silk the wash is yeah. out um stead yard is with my editor um at the moment i would um happily never think about that series ever again as long as i live um i'm hoping that at some point I'll uh, <laughs> I'll be able to forget the pain that it has been a bit like childbirth really <laughs> very much like childbirth um so yeah hopefully I'll be able to look at them with love at mm. some point but yeah they were just hard and it was nothing to do with the books themselves it was to do with the fact that I was pushing myself way too hard when I should have been pulling back and resting but again we do another learning opportunity to definitely a learning opportunity <laughs> i like to look for the silver lining if you hadn't noticed <laughs> <laughs> yes we like your positive energy oh i'm That's trying good thing. <laughs> so uh what's something you've enjoyed producing this year well Certainly, I have not enjoyed producing those <laughs> two books. But the other book that I have um, released this year is How to Create History, the latest in my world building guides. And I loved writing that. It was It's all about creating myths and monsters. And those are just like, I'm so nerdy about those things. I just <laughs> love myths and monsters. So it was a very indulgent book for me um and it has become the second bestseller in that series so I'm like yay my little baby it's doing so well um and I and I've also super super enjoyed writing a children's book under my pen name um I wrote it chapter by chapter and so I every day I wrote a chapter and in the evening I read it to my eldest he's eight so he's like the perfect target audience and he would tell me what he liked what he didn't like if I needed more humor in it if there was anything he didn't understand and then I'd edit it and then I'd write the next chapter and it's been oh it's been so nice doing that it's been nice writing something completely different and it's been so nice that we've kind of like created this thing together Mm. and uh, yeah it makes makes it a really really special book so oh, that's sweet. That's I what like I've that. enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah. What about you, Julia? What what have you enjoyed? Um, I haven't published any books this year yet. But um something I did enjoy producing was the audio book for the second book in my trilogy, which is called The Anahata Divide. Uh, because it had two narrators. So 
had uh, cool. I had different uh, points of view through the book, so I had to have two narrators, and it was just um, it was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. Um, and I love listening to my words come alive through narrators. <laughs> it's it's just the best feeling because you sit there going, oh my god, it's my story, it's my characters, um, and it, it does give you a kick for like writing the next. So, um, yeah, I really loved that. Mm. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was trying to decide what my answer to this question was. And my, mine's audio related as well. Uh, I've been uh, narrating my own book, The Hidden City, for my patrons. And um, I've really enjoyed doing that. In fact, just I've really come to realise how much I love audio. Obviously, doing the podcast um, mm. is a big part of that. And and yeah I've I've completely fallen in love with the the medium and so yeah producing that has been good and I I'm starting to get a bit more interested in more technical editing and doing more interesting things like adding sound effects and stuff like that and yeah sounds good yeah (laughs) yeah it's I I really like that through doing this podcast like you found that that you really enjoy doing that I mean I I honestly I hate it I hate editing <laughs> audio um but I love that you have like found some something that you really enjoy doing that you may not have come across otherwise mm. you know you might not have ever realized otherwise yeah okay. yeah the the challenge with it though is my voice is permanently tired because of all yeah the podcast and recording that and I sing as well in a in a band and it's like yeah it does take a toll it does yeah yeah I don't know how um audiobook narrators do it over and over and over and over it's like wow yeah a lot of good voice care and Mm. yeah yep okay so now um the big one which I think me and Holly have already touched on is what's something that you've learned this year Mm. I've definitely learned a lesson (laughs) (laughs) Julia why don't you kick us off with this one um I'm sure we've all learned lots through this past year but especially 2021 um but in regards to writing I learned that I'm a zone writer I'd never really heard the phrase before Um, And I read a a book about writing fast um, and just I was trying to figure out why do I struggle to get these books out until I give myself a stupid deadline, which um, Angeline knows everything about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I I just struggle to write books. So when I hear about people taking like two, three, five years to write a book, I'm like, I can't do it. It comes out so um, disjointed and I just have to obsess over a book and just write it write it write it till it's done um and it's kind of helping me to uh pave the way forward for for my own goals and for my planning for the rest of this year really knowing that that's how I need to write my books Mm. there there is no other way for me I just have to do it in a short space of time obsess over it the housework will just have to not be done (laughs) um the kids will have to feed themselves uh (laughs) they can walk to school now so I don't have to do the school run that's handy but yeah that yeah the whole zone writing thing has been interesting to learn it should have been obvious from the start really but I learned it recently (laughs) but I think there's there's so much 
out there when when we start out writing i think there's so much out there telling us that we should do it this way oh yeah you know it's not like oh you can do it this way or you can do it that way there's so much so much out there Mm. and so much impressed on you that this is this particular way is the correct way to write and all other ways are wrong Mm. or lesser you know like Mm. You're going to be slower. You're not going to be as good if you don't do it this way. So I I think that's excellent. And, you know, it can take years to learn or to relearn the way I really, that works um, for you. I really struggled with that when I first joined the writing community because um, I kind of threw myself into writing uh, with NaNoWriMo 2018. And, and, and it got my first book done, basically. And then when I joined the writing community, you, you do, you get all of this um, advice thrown at you and this is the way it should be done and, and this, 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 and this. And then you start to doubt yourself and you think, mm-hmm. oh, am I, have I done it wrong? Have I, have I done it too fast? Is, is my book crap because I've done it too fast? You know, um, I mean, there were mistakes I made, you know, like I skipped proofreading. Um, well, I proofread it myself, but obviously that's not good enough. Um, but yeah, just the well-meaning advice can be detrimental it can yeah to and newbies course, especially yeah and of course nano is the ultimate zone writing experience mm. yeah yeah it is yeah I think I'm very much that way as well I have to and I've I've described myself as a binge writer I have to just go all in and write really hard and fast mm. and then I need to take a month or two off and that's just the way that's the way I'm built and I think it can take it has taken me like what six seven years to mm. learn that about myself so if you've learned that already in like two years then you know well done <laughs> yay <laughs> go me yeah yeah the thing I've learned this year um well as as one or two people may have noticed I've got really quite into Clifton Strengths. <laughs> oh really <laughs> Oh, uh, I haven't heard you mention no, that. No, what is that? No, don't ask what that is. Let's not <laughs> no. ask. I um, ask. Yeah, and obviously I have incessantly badgered both of you and indeed everyone I know to take I'm going the to do it. I promise. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, I've I took the test last year, but this year I've really got into learning about my strengths. And I've done Becca Symes course, Write Better Faster which is not just about Clifton strengths; it is about other personality um, assessment types as well. It's all about learning how to be, you know, how to write better, faster as your unique person. So it's that this, what we were just saying about writing advice being so generic that, you know, I'm, and one of my strengths is individualization as well. So obviously like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very big on, no no there is no wrong right way we're all unique and we all have our own process and it's so valuable to learn what is going to work for your unique self and you know I've done a lot of that this year while I've been recovering from burnout I've been learning a lot and it's helping so much I think ultimately it will save you time in the future when you come across uh, challenges and barriers. You can you can look at that and think, okay, well, what's the best way for me to deal with this based on my strengths? Yeah. I'm convincing myself to take the test at this point. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I will. <eventually. laughs> 
I get a gold star because I have taken it. Yeah, yes. right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you've learned this year, Angeline? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I again, it's not going to be any surprise to anyone that the thing that I have learned this year is not to give myself concrete deadlines. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've always convinced myself that, oh, I work best when I'm under pressure, when I've got a short deadline. But no, it, it, there's a difference between a self-imposed deadline and a concrete deadline. And I've given myself actual concrete deadlines this time by putting up pre-orders on amazon that's just scary <laughs> never ever 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 again will i ever put up a pre-order without having started writing you hadn't even started writing. i hadn't even started oh writing no. Stedjard when i put up the pre-order i mean i it, will never do that again i can imagine it's a good motivation but I can imagine it's also bad motivation <laughs> and yeah. stressful motivation. Yeah. yeah, it is stressful motivation. And um, yeah, it has not been good for me <laughs> at all. It has just been stressful. But perhaps any um, other year ugh. outside of the stress that is, you know, this year and last year, maybe it would have been okay. Mm. Or do you think it's just a general no-no in general? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there was... There was this one time at university where um, we we had to deliver our essays into a box outside our um, tutor's office. And I once dropped an English essay into my, that box with two minutes to spare <laughs> because at the dot on the time that the time was up to drop it in, they would take that box into their office and it would be behind a locked door and that was it. And uh, yeah, that was just pure stress as well. I just, I, I, I kid myself that I work well under pressure because I procrastinate at the beginning of a project so much. Um, but actually I just, I need more buffer. That's what, that is, okay. That is the ultimate thing I've learned about myself this year. I need a safety buffer in every aspect of my life. I have to have a sizable safety buffer to be able to feel safe and yeah I have not given myself that at all with this cloud span series mm -hmm. not with book one and not with book two <laughs> that's one of the benefits of being a uh, self-published isn't it that you get to choose your own deadlines but you chose wrong <laughs> I, it was yeah it was because I put it in concrete you yeah. know and yeah I mean at the end of the day what's the worst thing that will happen is um amazon will ban me from doing pre-orders for a year which isn't like it's not disastrous mm. it, i love i love pre-orders because i can say right my book will be out on this date which you can't say if you don't do a pre-order um but you know it's it's not gonna like ruin my writing career if I can't okay. do pre-orders for a year so it's it, you know it's not like the end of everything but it feels very very concrete and it's mm. not helpful for mm. me no <laughs> yeah I think I 
I like having a bit of pressure. I need a bit of external pressure, but it's it's getting the right amount of pressure, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. But, and yeah. if it's too hard, then it that's just crippling. Yeah. I am a bit of a rabbit in headlights kind of person. So when I get really scared or stressed, I just do nothing. Mm. Same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's look ahead then. There is still almost half of the year left as we record this in mid-July. So what is something you are looking forward to? Nobody's allowed to say this weekend. Oh, (laughs) that's what I'd written down. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you can say it, but then you have to think of something else. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Because I organised it and it's going to be exciting. This yeah. weekend is the Oxford Instagram writing community meetup. And um, I organised it because it sucks being on your own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just thought it'd be a lovely uh, networking thing for people to get to meet. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Because I get to see time. you lovely people. I know. Mm-hmm. We're going to get together, the three of us, for the first time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, of course, you organised it. So it is fair that you get to say that yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that um but of course when this airs it will have already happened so yeah yeah this I know. Is not an advertisement for the event so <laughs> nobody should think they can rock up to Oxford <laughs> no next you, weekend because no, we won't be there we won't be there sorry um, you can go you can <laughs> well, go to Oxford yeah, next but weekend but you can't meet us <laughs> no I won't be there <laughs> no okay well another thing I'm looking forward to and this sounds a bit silly really is more social media breaks because I took a social media break and it was literally only five days. Um, so it wasn't a particularly long break. But I don't know, it just um, it just cleansed me a bit just to be away from everything. Mm. So I'm going to do more of that for the rest of this year. Uh, and I think that will help my productivity, mm. which is good, right? Yeah. And it will help my mental health, which is even better. So that yeah. and Oxford. <laughs> yeah <laughs> how about you Angeline what what have you got looking forward to um I'm gonna be annoying again because there are loads of things that I'm looking forward to really looking forward to that but you can't I don't want to talk about yet <laughs> um but, but I will say something I am super duper looking forward to is releasing this children's book that I've written with the assistance of my son what I am most looking forward to is giving him his copy. Aww. Like, oh, yeah. you know, beyond, beyond <laughs> like, yay, I'm publishing a book. I cannot wait to put a c- proper copy of it in his hands and go, this is the book you helped me to write. Because, that is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's just been such that. a special experience and he's so excited. And that will last forever. I love that. Yeah. It's not just like a brief moment of that's nice. He'll just, he'll have that copy forever. Yeah. And I hope what... you sign it for him. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the things I always list on my like top five reasons why I write is to leave part of myself for my boys for the future mm. you know long after I've gone they can read my books and they'll get a part of me mm. um and the, the children's book you know one day maybe he'll have children that he'll be able to read it to mm. you know or maybe I'll I'll be able to read it to my grandchildren maybe even my great-grandchildren 
if we're living in sci-fi future maybe even further than that (laughs) (laughs) yeah who knows that's so sweet yeah what about you holly um it's really really this is really hard for me to answer because my life is like about to get turned completely upside down uh, and I don't know when it's going to be over. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm I'm looking way ahead and I am very much looking forward to having Christmas with this extension done, bigger house, more, you know, yeah, being able to have my parents come here for once for Christmas and um, the kids having that extra space and oh, it's just going to make such a big change, such an improvement to our lifestyle. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't, I like, can't wait to go like wallpaper shopping and furniture <laughs> shopping for it and everything. I'm like, it's going to be great. <laughs> Not remotely built yet. Hasn't even started being built yet, but oh, no, you have to be prepared. I'm looking forward to when it's done. <laughs> Do you have a Pinterest board is the ultimate question. No. Why not? Oh, I know. What? Well, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously stressed. If there's no Pinterest board, well. Yeah, I just haven't really used Pinterest for the last 18 months. Oh, I'm obsessed. Um, yeah. Especially for interior decorating. So, mm. yeah, get on it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Good stuff. yeah so next we're going to talk about what we are working on now and what we are going to be working on next julia how about you i am currently working on the final book of the trilogy book three it has a name it has a cover i'm not telling anyone what the name is in case i change it um (laughs) so yeah i'm really looking forward to finishing the, the trilogy uh, at, at the same time, I'm working on writing the book formatting formula, um, which is a book teaching uh, self-published authors how to, to format their books, uh, along with templates and instructional videos and all of that. So those two things are consuming me right now. And I kind of can't wait till they're over because I have a sci-fi standalone. I cannot wait to write. And I'm just like obsessing over it in my head, you know, it's just shiny <laughs> this shiny idea kind of sitting up there and it's just like wrong yeah. right, <laughs> like, I can't leave me alone I'm busy um so yeah yeah I have yeah. that's, that's I know that I'm, one <laughs> that's my now and next so yeah busy busy <laughs> awesome yeah I'm um very slowly working on the next book in my Jones and Maxwell case files series and I will be going straight into book three and I would like, yeah, well, yeah. And I'll save that for the next question, but um, yeah, so that's my, that's what I'm working on. And, but yeah, it's very slow because of the aforementioned recovery stuff, but yeah, it's, I've been really enjoying doing the research for that and um you know, shot Cora doing some like planning. <gasps> this one, um, I mean, not outlining because nah, I can't be doing that. But um, I think because it's a, although it's set in the same world as my Shifters of Curtain series, it's because it's from a human perspective. There's so much more of the world I need to create. So you know, I need to create all the human elements of it that I've not really given that much thought to before. 
and so I've been enjoying doing some of that and um doing like researching stuff like um you know how like like courtroom layouts and stuff like that because it's you know it's a little bit different and I've watched so many legal dramas in my time it's quite like fun being able to like play in that sandbox it's a little bit different so that's been quite rejuvenating so I think I really needed that yeah sounds cool. good yeah. yeah and then there is something else I'm I'm starting to work on but I'm not quite ready to talk about it yet <laughs> you two and your secrets so but- says the one who won't reveal the title of her next book <laughs> because I don't want to like go back on it and say actually I'm gonna go with something different yeah we've just, all got I just our don't want to look secrets. stupid that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah my it's like this it's something I really want to do but it's having the time to do it so I don't want to like tell people too much about it and have people get excited and then me not be able to deliver it so mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I want to work on it. But with all this upheaval with moving out of the house and stuff, I just don't know that I'll be able to do it this year, which would be a shame. But I am excited for when I do get to do it. Oh, cryptic. Mm, <laughs> <Penny>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so how about you, at the moment, um, I've got Steadyard with my editor. So that will come back by the end of the month the latest so then that's going to be august uh um i don't want it back <laughs> maybe i'll just ask him to finish it off and publish it for me um, <laughs> <laughs> and um i need to do some more editing and stuff and prepping my children's book for release so it, i'm doing lots of finishing off of stuff at the moment um and you talk about having one shiny idea that's bugging at you, Julia. I have three at the moment um, and I have no idea which one I'm going to write next. So I've got a really cool idea for a middle grade book that I want to write, which is really bugging me and going, pay me attention, pay me attention. <laughs> and then I've got two that would go under my real name so for adults one which is um contemporary fantasy and which is ah i'm so excited it's gonna be super cool and one which is sci-fi which i'm also super excited because it's gonna be really cool and i'm like i i have no clue isn't it it hard (laughs) i know and the, the worst thing is right i surveyed my mailing list i was like which books do you prefer like the fantasy that i write or the sci-fi that i write and it came back completely even stevens <laughs> so even my blooming subscribers wouldn't give me the answer as to which book i should <laughs> write next i like you need help <laughs> so i'm just kind of mm. what i'm doing is kind of um in the background sort of mostly in the back of my head I'm just kind of world building them and I'm hoping that at some point one of them will step forward and be just become more developed than the other and more ready to go hopefully we'll see (laughs) exciting (laughs) yeah 
Okay, so we have one last question, and that is what do you want to accomplish before the end of 2021? I want to have a rest. (laughs) (laughs) But I also want to accomplish all the things. (laughs) It's oh, it's so bad. I've been saying this for ages, haven't I? That once I get past the end of August, because the end of August, Stedyard releases, and I can just collapse in a big jelly pile and be like there um I know I'm really looking forward to that but I've also got about 800 things that I also want to do before the end of the year and I keep promising myself a rest and then I come up with more ideas um but yeah so I've got I'm hoping to do my children's book in August as well get that released in August and Steadyard yay but not putting too much pressure on myself at all to do two book releases in one month you know that's really sensible um and then what I don't know then I'm gonna have maybe maybe I'll give myself like a two-week rest (laughs) is that long (laughs) (laughs) while I decide which of my pro my many 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 ideas I work on next but then it depends what you find, what you consider rest, because writing something that you're really looking forward to writing and we enjoy writing without the pressure of knowing there's a deadline, that could still be restful. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Rejuvenating, yeah. certainly. Because yeah. like, like we were saying earlier about the different um, sort of schedules that we have to write on, I am, I'm sorry to be the stereotype, but I need to write every single day. Um otherwise I find it really hard to get back into so I'm currently on a writing break at the moment which was not meant to be happening but it is (laughs) so um so I'm gonna find it that much more difficult when I need to get back into it especially as I've got Stedyard to edit which I'm not gonna want to do um (laughs) so yeah I'm so for me a rest is not writing but it I will still be world building world building is restful to me Mm. that's a rest because it's just something I'm doing in my head mostly yeah so but yes you're right rest is different to everyone so yeah just not writing every single day and taking just time to let some ideas just ruminate in my head a little bit that's Mm -hmm. restful (laughs) sounds good yeah how about you Julia um if I can finish my trilogy and publish my first non-fiction with the book formatting formula I will be happy Mm -hmm. just those two done uh and to be able to start on my sci-fi start writing my sci-fi before the end of the year that would be great um and perhaps to start planning next year's <laughs> meetup uh, in a different city in the UK, somewhere else. Yeah. And make it an annual thing, because I think that would be awesome. Mm. That would be very, very cool. Can we, can we have another historical city with lots of literary connections? <laughs> that was kind of an accident. I actually didn't like pick Oxford because of that um it just it what just wasn't too long a drive for me it was purely selfish <laughs> <laughs> to be honest um 
so yeah as long as it's within a certain distance then that's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah and holly um okay yeah so i want to get these two books written not necessarily published but i want both of them written by the end of the year which is going to be a challenge at the rate that i've been going <laughs> but you do have a lot going on so i do you have a lot give going. yourself space yeah and basically my plan is um and I haven't really talked to anyone about this. I haven't mentioned it publicly. I mean, I've, I've talked to my other half and my coach, but um, I'm pretty much putting my business on hold um, from next month. So I have let my lovely VA go. <laughs> that was really hard to do. Um, and yeah, I'm shutting down all ads. I'm going to take a, an extended Instagram break. I'll still be managing the podcast Instagram but my personal one I'm gonna basically step away from for a bit um so I can just do this podcast and write and that's it that's all I want to do and I think that is gonna massively help with my burnout Mm -hmm. and uh, and my ability to get words written because it is amazing how social media puts a lot of pressure on actually Mm. for just considering it's a tool that is supposed to help us it seems to not help us a lot of the time (laughs) you know it's so distracting yeah like um the other day I went to write um out like outside and I I left my phone in the house and I found myself just constantly reaching for it even though it wasn't there Mm. it's so yeah I don't blame you for having a break from those sorts of things I think that'll be good for you yeah I mean I know I won't be able to stay off completely and you know I want to keep in touch with people and stuff like that but I'm not I'm not going to do any challenges or anything that encourages me to post every day and I'm not gonna you know like yeah I because I, I, I get to a point where like I start to see my life in Instagram posts mm-hmm. like things happen and I'm like I have to take a picture for Instagram and I know when I get like that that that's unhealthy that is a bad sign and I've been like that like all of this year so I need to pay attention to it and just have a bit of a detox (laughs) I think I think people are becoming more accepting of others taking breaks from social media because a lot of people panic and think oh if I step away from social media everyone's gonna forget me they're gonna forget my books they're not gonna care anymore when I come back but actually, people really understand uh, how much of a burnout that social media is. And so they totally get it when people take time off and I'm more forward and more, to when you come back. Yeah, more and more people are taking time off. I like in the past month, I think I've seen probably about 10 people on Instagram taking an Instagram break, mm. which is way more than I normally do in mm. a month. So, yeah. I think everyone's feeling that. But yeah, you're you're right. People are really accepting of it. And yeah. uh, if, you know, people, yeah, people are really pleased when you come back again. Yeah. So I've never taken, I'll, yeah, I've never taken like an extended social media break. Um, but yes, I get what you get um holly i i'm always thinking about my life in terms of social media posts yeah surely there are people out there who manage to be on social media without it taking over their brain like (laughs) how do they do it i don't know how how do you 
yeah. yeah not not find it so so much of a pull yeah it's and I'm, I'm gonna share and I, I apologize now for anyone who dislikes slugs uh, I don't normally like them um but I was on the phone talking to my mum this evening and I could see this absolutely gigantic slug on like we've got like a raised up garden and it's it's right outside my office window and I could see it from here and I was like that is the world's biggest slug and I ran outside and I took a picture and I like put my hand next to it and took a picture and I was gonna put it on Instagram and I was like what are you even doing it's a slug like (laughs) what the hell (laughs) well (laughs) so I didn't share that but isn't but if you think about what life used to be like before social media it was just so different Mm. because you wouldn't think to do that no to be fair though I probably would have phoned somebody (laughs) to tell them about the massive slug that I saw (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) right I think that pretty much wraps up our or look back and look forward. Mm. Hopefully not in anger. So <laughs> now we get onto a very momentous occasion. Julia's first trio. Would you rather? Mm. <laughs> I had. I had a. Rather. I had a. Would you rather on on um, your interview? On the episode, yeah. yeah. And, but um, this is your I, first joint one. <laughs> I dreaded it then, and I dread it now. <laughs> this. Okay, so we've been talking about accomplishments. Um, so I was thinking about that, that, and this is a slightly different, would you rather question. I want to know if you reckon you'd have a chance at beating either of these world records. So I've got, got a choice of two for you. And first of all, do you think you would have a chance of beating fastest time to eat all the chocolates from an advent calendar now yes. that that means <laughs> that they're not out of the advent calendar so you have to okay. open all of the doors to get them out or the other option is fastest time to type the alphabet on an ipad i imagine any tablet would do but because it's a qwerty keyboard you have mm. to do the alphabet Mm-hmm. So, which one do you think you would have? A, I have a, I have know, a question a about the. I have a question about the advent calendar one. Do you have to open the windows? Because the best way to eat an advent calendar is all in one go, in my view. <laughs> Same with writing, really, I suppose. Um, but you just open the top of it, slide the whole thing out, and just rip it. Yeah, off in no. One go. Am I allowed to do that? No, my understanding is that for the world record, you have to open each door individually. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> um, I would go with the iPad one then because clearly I'm a social media addict and have <laughs> you reckon you can type the alphabet pretty fast because in a minute I'll tell you what the current world record is Ooh, <laughs> oh I like that twist yeah no I will go with I will go with you reckon you could have a crack at that what about as you as much Holly? as I love chocolate yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna have a crack at the advent calendar <laughs> <laughs> so the advent calendar one now i i will admit i didn't fact check these i got them from a blog so if they're incorrect i apologize or if they're out of date i apologize but according to the blog i read this on for the advent calendar and remember you've got to open all of those doors they're not always Mm -hmm. easy no they're not um (laughs) it was done in 27.84 seconds 
Okay. So less than half a minute. Do you reckon you would have a crack at that? Well, it's like a second each, right? So yeah, I'd, I'd have a crack at it. I mean, you know, like obviously I'm, I'm not saying, oh there yeah, must, I could definitely do that. But I'd There must be a good try. technique. There must be a good technique where like you, you kind yeah. of push them out as they, you know, like when you're popping out a pill from mm. a... From yeah, a straight into your mouth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that would, that pressure would pop open the window, right? We yeah. may well be able to find the video of this being done, <laughs> and therefore I this think, cr- this yeah. Christmas, I, I think. think the three of us should have a race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Right. So, Julia, you said you would have a go at the fastest time to type the alphabet on an iPad. Mm. I'm I'm afraid to tell you that the current record according to this blog, is just 2.47 seconds. What do no you reckon? Way. No Apparently way. so, yeah. <laughs> Much typing. All, all 10 fingers and thumbs. Yeah. Do you think you'd get anywhere near that? Because I can tell you I wouldn't. I'm very slow at typing on a on a. The, the t- trouble is, the trouble is, Angeline, that I'm now going to try and try and try and try until I get as close to it as I possibly can. And this is going to be a colossal waste of my time and it's all your fault. <laughs> I, I'm, so, really, um, I'm really pleased to have um, wasted yeah, your time. Thanks. And hope, hopefully, I'm really hoping that some of our listeners also try this yeah yeah how fast they can do it and let us know on social media and i'm really glad to have wasted their time as well <laughs> i do think we should bring this up again at christmas and have this challenge and see you know if, if yeah. listeners can beat us um, yeah and there should be a prize yeah the prize is another advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> no a really fancy one yeah. one that you a can take your time one. and enjoy yes. yeah <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's a brilliant plan. I'll make a note of that. I'll put it in my future planner. Yes. <laughs> yes, please make a note to um, eat advent calendars together en masse. Well, maybe we can get a world record for the most advent calendars eaten at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> can we do it um, after Christmas when they're cheaper? Oh, that's and they go on sale. Yeah. They sell them in Poundland, Julia. <laughs> Uh, excellent it's a plan it's a date it is (laughs) okay so um this wraps up our um, first episode with our wonderful new host thank you for joining us oh it's been lovely i love it um so yeah um just a reminder of our question of the week what has been your biggest achievement this year so far And remember that if you want to hear all the backstage stuff and get all of the other benefits, you can join us over at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. And don't forget to share the podcast online and tag us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for unstoppable authors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. We'll be back next week with more of our tenacity and worldly wisdom. Don't forget to visit our website to get the show notes and heaps of helpful blog articles at unstoppableauthors.com. And join our guild of unstoppable authors and you will not only hear from us every week, but you will also get a free digital copy of my book, 30 Days of World Building. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe and leave a review.